You're listening to Life and Health Matters with Dr. Shakib, and this is your host, Momak Shakib. With winter being around the corner and respiratory issues being typically part of the winter picture, I thought it's a good time to prepare for what may be around the corner for so many of us and how to naturally strengthen our respiratory system so we don't get affected by what a lot of people may. Once again, it's all about prevention and that's the purpose of this podcast on different aspects of life, not just on nutrition or health. It's so much easier to not have to deal with an issue and try to figure out how to solve it. And so this is a good time to start looking into that. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please forward them to me uh, to my email address, drspodcastshow at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast. So here is a short podcast on strengthening our respiratory system naturally. All right, so we know that part of the winter season has to do with cold and, you know, basically flus, things like that. And now with COVID-19, attention is definitely more driven towards breathing, lungs, and how to avoid basically dealing with it, which is the best way to not have to worry about it. So there was a study that they did. Of course, it was uh, motivation was COVID-19. Actually, the author of the study is uh, Leonardo Ferreira. I'm sure I'm butchering the name, who had uh, basically done a study where they got two groups of mice. One group was given drinking water that contained sodium nitrate daily for 14 days, and the other group was given water for 14 days. After the study period was over, they measured the isometric force. Isometric means contraction of, well, isometric, you know the isometric exercise, for example, is iso meaning equal, metric means the measurement, the length. So they measured the isometric force and peak power of the diaphragm muscles. Why diaphragm muscles? Because diaphragm is the one muscle that is heavily involved (laughs) with breathing. Your diaphragm elevates and depresses and that is in response to breathing in and out. So if you can't breathe effectively, your diaphragm is influenced or is impacted. The issue that I want to bring to your attention, and that was not necessarily mentioned with this study, but it's a side note, you have to understand that when it comes to breathing, there are actually three diaphragms that are involved. When we think of diaphragm, we only think of abdominal diaphragm, but you have vocal diaphragm, which is at the neck level, abdominal diaphragm, which is where you think the diaphragm is, right at the lung level, level, the bottom of the lung area. And then you have a pelvic diaphragm, which is right above the pubic bone area in the pelvic area. 
So when we talk about, and I don't want to make this into a breathing uh, uh, um, podcast, but when we're talking about breathing specifically, there is more than one diaphragm that is involved, and that's the issue that uh, you know we need to really focus on. So the abdominal diaphragm elevated, meaning in the breathing out or depress as we breathe in, creates a change in pressure in the abdominal area, which then directly impacts the pelvic diaphragm. So I just wanted to put that as a side note, because in this study, they were measuring the isometric force over the abdominal diaphragm, the one that's right below the lungs. So since it is a muscle, the isometric force could be uh, measured. And so what they did was the group that was given sodium nitrate, they had an improved in contraction of the diaphragm muscle, which once again is directly involved with lung function and breathing. The increased power in the diaphragm in older people becomes more of a more, more of a concern because with COVID-19 specifically, with full, uh, cold and flus in general also, um, you know, it impacts elderly even more. Why? Because it does help to breathe. And when the breathing mechanism is compromised, now our health is being compromised. Just as a side note, with this uh, group of mice that they studied, they noticed that uh, it was basically done on a tw- on 24-month-old mice, which is equivalent to uh, people um, being 70 years of age. So seeing an improvement in the diaphragm function of these mice um, was very promising for uh, doing something that will help our elderly specifically. So I really don't want to bring your focus on COVID-19. It's just a general idea is it improves your lung function and why not prepare ourselves for what is around the corner. I have said this in other episodes many times that the best thing to do is to look in nature for the solution of our problems. If you think about it, the fruits and vegetables of the season, all generally speaking, they are compatible with diseases of that season. So the best thing to do is to eat clean food. Clean does not mean you wash it. Clean meaning it's not genetically modified. It's not uh, exposed to pesticides or herbicides as much as you can. Of course, the best thing is to grow your own, but you know, if you don't have it, the space, then that's a different situation. I have done a podcast on Revolution Garden that takes away that... Um, challenge of not having space. But not to digress, going back to what we're talking about, this is a great example of how beet, which is a winter uh, vegetable, 
can be beneficial with lung function. So I'm going to get into that by, before we start uh, getting into that, I want to um, bring to your attention that once again with COVID around the uh, being part of our life these days, it is very easy to get distracted by COVID-19 and how people are basically suffering from it and people dying from it and how we should really work on our breathing to begin with, breathing effectively. Most of us don't breathe effectively. And when you learn what effective breathing is, you'll notice it's not as easy as you think. Unfortunately, something as simple as that becomes a task because we have not done it in so long. So with the COVID-19 people being on ventilators, your respiratory muscles become dysfunctional. And so when they're off the ventilator, it's still dysfunctional and causes issues. So going back to beets, one thing that is definitely present in beets is what's called nitrate. Nitrate improves oxygen uptake by dilating the blood vessels and allowing more oxygens to go to the muscles, muscles like diaphragm. Beets are great not only in lung improvement and breathing, but they also lower your blood pressure, especially if it's beet juice. But you have to be careful when it comes to juices that they are not genetically modified. Now you have to understand there is sugar beet that is heavily genetically modified that you need to be careful of. So if, I mean, unless you grow your own, it's going to be hard and, you know, cross-pollination always happens. It's not like one farm does genetically modified uh, processing and then the farm next to it, I mean, the wind picks up cross-pollinate so even the organic beet can have some genetically modified traits to it but do your very best you got to pick your battles so um, beet juice specifically make sure that you buy anything that grows underground like beets are underground the the part that we eat is actually the root of it so onions beet potatoes Things like that, uh, carrots that grow underground become even more important to make sure that they are not genetically modified. So you can get the organic beet, whatever that is, juice it, and you'll see that one glass of beet juice actually is all it takes per day. That lowers the systolic blood pressure by four to five points, that's quite a bit. And that's because of nitrates. Now nitrates get converted into nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is what helps relax and, di relax and di dilate your blood vessels, improving blood flow and lowering blood pressure. Just a little side no note, <laughs> nitric oxide is the natural uh, 
it's like natural Viagra because what Viagra does is it improves blood flow to the genital area and that's what nitric oxide does. It increases blood flow. So that was just a little side note, a little piece of information that um, is good to have. Pieces of information are always good to have, but you know, the, there was a, gosh, that was years ago, you know, they were talking about how uh, Viagra, I think that's when Viagra first came out. They were talking about how expensive it was and how for a penny or less, you can get nitric oxide pills and they do similar things. I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know that nitric oxide actually helps with blood flow and nitrates in the body when naturally occurring nitrates are um, they get converted into nitric oxide now if you pay attention in in um, uh, preservatives Nitrates and nitrites are, are used as preservatives for uh, processed meat. So the question is, how is it that that's bad, but nitric oxide, which gets converted into, uh, uh, I mean, nitrate that gets converted into nitric oxide is a bad thing? Well, it's very obvious. Nitric oxide in the body when it's used as a preservative, as soon as it gets exposed to the digestive system, it turns into what's called, uh, oh my goodness, it is called, um, it's some kind of an amine, uh, like a, uh, let me think of the name, it's, it's a nitrosamine, that's what it is, so nitric uh, nitrates when exposed to the digestive enzymes in the stomach they get turn, uh, converted into nitrosamine it's an amine uh, versus nitric oxide huge difference nitrous nitric oxide is what nitrates from vegetables get converted into whereas nitrates from preservatives in the body get converted into nitrosamine which is a horrible thing it's a very very bad thing but anyway um, back to another impact of or benefit of beets is that beets actually boost your stamina so you can actually juice it before you work out juicing is really nice it showed that it was a um increase of 16% in the stamina in people that worked out. And again, it, it has to do with nitric, nitric oxide, um, which is uh, a, basically a product of taking a vegetable beet. Uh, beets fight inflammation because it's a source of Betaine, which is, protects your cells, proteins, and enzymes from environmental stress. It helps inflammation, protects internal organs, improves vascular risk factors, and enhances performance. It's just a great thing. Betaine 
according to the world's healthiest foods in our diet has been associated with lower levels of several inflammatory markers, including C-reactive protein, interleukin-6, and tumor necrosis factor alpha. As a group, the anti-inflammatory molecules found in beets may eventually be shown to provide cardiovascular benefits in large-scale human studies, as well as anti-inflammatory benefits for other body systems. The C-reactive protein, by the way, is what we order when we're doing the lipid panel to see, um, you know, cardiovascular risk. C-reactive protein has nothing to do with the heart. It has everything to do. It's a marker for inflammation. So you don't have to have high cholesterol and what's called CRP or C-reactive protein. But if we if beets has, uh, they have betaine, and betaine um, directly influences the, C, the, the, the inflammatory chemicals in the body, the less of those inflammatory chemicals, the less inflammation we have. Beets seems to be um, a helper of uh, uh, basically anti-cancer, uh, the actual color of it is a phyto, due to phytonutrients, and phytonutrients seem to, uh, basically those are the nutritions in uh, uh, plants that are beneficial. Beetroot extract, reduced multi-organ tumor formation in many animal models, uh, when it was uh, administered in drinking water. So uh, it seemed to be, um, the studies seem to be more relevant to human pancreatic breast and prostate cancer. Uh, beets are high in immune-boosting vitamin C, fiber, and essential uh, minerals like potassium, which potassium, by the way, is great for nerve and muscle function, and manganese, which is good for your bones, liver, kidney, and pancreas. They, they also contain B vitamin folate, which is huge with risk of uh, birth defects. Uh, beets are great detoxifiers. The betalin pigment in beets um, does the phase two detoxification, uh, which uh, breaks down toxins that are connected to our molecules and excreted from the body. Mm, so essentially they're looked at to purify blood and liver. So wonderful thing to do. Like I said, nitrates in vegetables, beet has plenty of it, are great nitrates as food additive added to uh, uh, meat is not. The reason nitrates and nitrites, nitrites are never good. Nitrates that are in food additives basically are added to keep the, the meat the color red, otherwise it... Uh, it turns brown, so it's all to look, make it look good and to obviously preserve better. Uh, 
um, I'm really not a big fan of having a set number of milligrams um, of anything for everyone because we're all different. Our deficiencies are different. Our, our um, health status is different. Our diets are different. There, it's just ridiculous, in my opinion, when we talk about um, certain amount of milligrams per weight, body weight, or per person. Generally speaking, they seem to say that, you know, there is a diet. I'm, I'm just not going to even give you uh, what is recommended uh, as far as nitrates are, uh, are concerned. I just recommend that you don't overeat. Eat when you're hungry. Eat fruit and vegetables of the season. Take uh, meat in moderation. Moderation means not every day. Moderation means once or twice a week. Eat plenty of good um, nuts of the season and um, clean food. That's the general general rule of thumb. Um, other uh, when it comes to nitrates, uh, other sources of uh, good nitrates are uh, celery, Chinese cabbage, fennel, mustard greens, leeks, and parsley. If you think about leeks and mustard greens, uh, really leeks are another winter, uh, winter vegetables. So that does not mean that we need to um, only think about supporting our immune, not immune system, respiratory system in wintertime, but it becomes more urgent to do it in wintertime. Once again, not all nitrates are the same, so you got to be very careful what you're doing when it comes to your food. Again, uh, nitrates from vegetables in the body turns into nitric oxide, which is a great thing from uh, preservatives. They turn into nitrosamine, which is not good. Uh, then how do you eat beets? Um, I like eating beets. I like to um, put them in my salad cooked. I like to steam them and eat them um, just like that. Um, I don't peel them. I, peel, uh, I eat beets um, with skin. Uh, you can juice the beet. You can use actually the vegetable part. You can grate them uh, raw over salads. I like them cooked in my salads. You can marinate them in lemon juice, herbs, and olive oil. I love that. Um, so once again, you have to be very careful with uh, genetic engineering. Do not get the kind that is not um, identified as organic. Um, meat, uh, beet greens have phosphorus, zinc, fiber, vitamin C, vitamin A, B6, magnesium, potassium, copper, manganese, calcium, and iron. Holy moly, who wants to take 
um, <laughs> uh, multivitamin and multi-minerals. I mean, honestly, if you eat well all the time, not sometimes, I hate it when they say, oh, this is my cheat day. What the heck is a cheat day? I mean, why do you, we need to go to the extreme that we need to buy ourselves a cheat day? That just doesn't make sense. Be reasonable with your eating. Um, we're already exposed to so much garbage out there that what you choose to put in your mouth is your decision. The air you breathe, you don't have option. So that's when you can get loose about it and not freak out. Do your very best to have clean air. But the food that you buy, the food that you choose to put in your mouth is a choice you make. Fruit and vegetables of the season are just what makes total sense. The more you learn about how nature intends things to be, the more you see the wisdom behind it. And when you follow that, all you're going to get from it is benefit and not less. At any rate, this was once again, same conclusion. You are in charge of your own life. You are the designer and the director of your own life. So design and direct it the way you wish to live it. You can't point fingers at this person and that person or circumstances. You are in charge. So no one, no authority on this planet cares about you like you should. We, when we put our trust in agencies to police what comes to us, we have, that's the day we have decided that it's okay to get screwed over by that same agency. So learn about the basics of life and don't freak out over the things you don't know already. Every day is an opportunity to learn something new, which is more than it was the day before. <laughs> Once again, I would love to hear your suggestions, your questions, and your comments. Make sure you send them to me, to my podcast, to my email, drspodcastshow at gmail.com, and rate this podcast. Until next week, be smart and have a blast. Bye.